Welcome to episode number 78 of Five Star Potential, your weekly football manager podcast. I'm Matt, also known as Nerdphonic, for those of you who have no idea who I am. <laughs> and this week I'm joined by Joseph. Hello. Hello, it's great to be back. I mean, thanks for the delay there. I'm going to cut that out now. Brilliant. I mean, I was surprised that you said my name's Nerdphonic and still no one will know who you are. Well, <laughs> that's just harsh, Joseph. That's not... Uh, that's No, not fair. Not today. And uh, as an advisor, that's what you, we should be called. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> right, David, hello. Hello, son. Son, that's definitely biologically impossible. And rounding us off this week is Mr. Dupe. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, 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 indeed. Right, save updates. I'm going to start with you, Dupe, because uh, you've you've been a busy boy this week. I have, yeah. I've uh, played loads of my 1860 save. Um, no, more importantly, the the, the network save. Um, I genuinely can't really remember where we were last week, but um, I'm not doing so great. Teacher's doing all right. Um, it's like FM 17 all over again, to be honest. Um, I tried, which we probably won't get onto too much. But I've been trying to play free attack mids. Um, but we'll kind of speak about that later and it's failed massively so uh, I've kind of widened my system out and uh, we've played very well the last couple of games um, and we're in ninth place which sounds bad yes but we're only like two or three points away from uh, where we need to be so that's been pretty cool other news been doing a bit with the 1860 and um, we have released a blog uh, which has gone down quite well um, to be honest, um, I'm sure that I'm sure I'm sure at the end when Matthew talks about the uh, WeStreamFM.com, it is live only on WeStreamFM.com, so you can go and head over there and read it. Um, I'm quite surprised how it turned out. To be honest, you know, it's almost good for me. I mean, this is you selling it. <laughs> it's almost good. I mean, the thing is, Matt, it's like everything I've ever done especially highlighted in the pod that you know I struggle to speak that's one thing and I struggle to write a quiz um so struggle to write struggle to read be, yeah I mean I think my Twitter bio would change this week so I can't read can't speak can't write so that's pretty true I can't do any of those but we, we got there uh we got a lot of help I'm not gonna lie I can't take full credit for this Grammarly uh, we're not we're not uh, sponsored by them, but I think I personally a link set I, up I need some sort of link with them. Absolutely <laughs> brilliant, and um, Mr. Uh, Friday Night FM as well. Uh, he's put a lot of hard work into that. A lot of sat talking me through how to uh, construct sentences and and um, I didn't use Grammarly. <laughs> FM Dupe at checkout for ten percent off. I mean, you've glossed over the network save there. And it's, the server divergence again. Oh, uh, yeah. This this is the thing, right? So, yes, we've had it a couple of times. And I'm going to stay positive because like, I genuinely don't want it to drag my thoughts and my feelings about the save itself down because I'm enjoying the save. It's good fun. It's great being back on the network. But the game just is being a bit of a pain in the ass. I'm not going to lie. Um, so there's a couple of times where... Well, let's put it this way. We're playing by uh, Leverkusen. First game in the Champions League. Uh, I go 1-0 down to quite a FM lovely goal anyway. And as I go 1-0 down, Teach comes off mute and he's like, oh, 
great to see Lacazette get a goal there. And I'm like, what, what, what do you mean, Teach? He's like, oh, Lacazette's just scored on my screen. I went, no, we've just conceded. So you can see the annoyance there. And then we went on and lost that 1-0. And that was probably the start of our down uh, decline in form. So yes, it's done it a few times, but I think um, we're just trying to laugh it off at the moment, to be perfectly honest, because it is a weekly occurrence, a daily, extremely occurrence. Um, but it's just trying to, you know, I think if we're too negative about it, you know, it could it could probably harm the network maybe, but we've got to be positive. It's interesting that this time that, it's actually been a completely different team scoring because it, like, at least the the one you highlighted last week was a different scoreline, but you were still winning. Whereas this was the complete opposite. Obviously, you didn't, you know, you don't know how Tobe saw would have seen it finish after you'd sort of highlighted that um, you had conceded rather than scored. But. Yeah, it's strange. It's very strange. And like for example, we've had other other issues where we've both been on extended highlights, and he's seeing different highlights to me. And like everything else in the game is identical, but he's just like, ah, oh, you know, Fernandez, great volley. Oh, what, what, what volley was that teach? You know, and that's that's quite frustrating. Another thing that's very weird. We actually we, we played quite early on in the season, and we drew two all. And I just random. I don't know what I was doing, but I was going through my steam and going through my uh, achievements, and it states that I I've got an achievement for winning a game in a network save against another person. <laughs> So the game thought you won. <laughs> I don't even know. I mean, I think we need a steward's inquiry, to be perfectly honest. But again, it's just another example of it just causing a little bit of rustle. And we don't want that. You know, we're being positive. We're being happy about it. It's a great save. I'm enjoying it. It's good fun to be back on it. Uh, it's getting... Seems like you've practiced that speech quite well. Um, I prefer not to speak. <laughs> but no, like it's it's going well. And it's, it's a challenge for me. We've obviously spent a lot of money and all that jazz, but... Um, it's fantastic to be back doing what we're doing and long long may it continue as, as teachers in here I think it's an ideal time to talk about your 1860 save a little bit as well because obviously you've blogged the first few seasons but you've done a season and now you're into the, the is it the fifth season now yeah we just so so what what's the plan so we, we've got I've, I've got to try and get another blog out because the problem I've got is it's one of these games that at the moment I am going for like where I'm struggling not to hit continue um it's it's one of those where I've been in the Discord with with Dave and, and Joe and they're doing their network save and we're playing and we're playing and I'm like, oh, look, look at this, look at that, look at this. And I go, oh crap, it's half past two. I've got to get up in four hours time. It's one of them at the moment. I really am in, I'm enjoying it. Don't get me wrong. Um, but now I'm kind of, I've got back to where we were when we first did the first blog. I'm almost too far away now to, to live blog a season so now we've got to try and do some sort of clever roundup but I'm sure we'll get there I'm sure we will marvellous and well I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing where the blog goes hopefully it will go past one post was that, no? a, was that a football pun <laughs> <laughs> no it wasn't it uh, was more of a jesting on your behalf sir oh, never mind okay are you saying that I've got no commitment because there's somebody Maybe. else. Or is got, that is that Dave? Yeah, I mean, I don't know where you can see That's him on my screen, but Dave. Um, <laughs> no, look, I think um, I I I enjoyed it. You know, it it was something different, um, and it's something that I feel I will do again. But I'm not going to rush them. I'm not going to like just like commit to like weekly blogs because it's just not that. It's not it's not natural for me to do it. You know, it just doesn't feel like it's a second nature at the moment. So when it does, maybe we'll get some sort of timeline, but at the moment they will come when they come. 
giddy giddy. I was going to say that's, it's a uh, Valentine's Day. You know what I mean, eh? Well timed. Um, that's what Joseph. she said. <laughs> what Joseph? No. Well timed. Dave, I'm trying to I'm take say that's, that's, that's Dave's mum. Normally, that says Joseph. Hey. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, right, uh, Joe. What? Have you been doing it? Because like last week we missed off uh, Real Madrid and what's been going on there. So you can give us an update there. But then we've got your yours and Dave's network safe to get updated with as well. You got to leave Dave's mum out of it. She's a lovely lady. Great with the kids. <laughs> okay. Um, to be honest with you, I haven't really played much much of the Madrid save because Dave has actually been here and wants to play the network save. I think the only. I don't know the two highlights I'd probably say are James Rodriguez and Gareth Bale don't like me uh, they're both asked to leave happy days another million pound a week off the wage budget um, but yeah I think, I think other than that it's really just been all about the network save uh, we've been been smashing it out where we can I suppose it annoys me a little bit but Dave is top of the league um, <laughs> he's, he's trying to you know goad it and Play Billy Big Bollocks, but you know he hasn't played me yet. And obviously, that last season, if that's anything to go by, you know he should be scared. Um, but yeah, I mean the network save has been brilliant. I mean we're we're talking about it on Twitter quite a lot. We get a lot of people talking to us about it. Um, I had someone that I've talked to for a long time about FM was tweeting us last night. They've started a Benfica Porto network save. Similarly, kind of signed the same kind of players. Um, but yeah, there's lot. There seems to be lots and lots of people starting network saves, which we're not taking credit for. But I You're think we're talking for. about. We're ta- <laughs> well, we're, we talk about it a lot, and it, it's it's a great coincidence that Dave and I have started a network, and we've we've you know been quite. I don't know. We've we've updated oh, cool. people on it quite a lot, and I think Doop and Teach doing their one as well has been quite out there. Obviously, Ben and Proudy are doing theirs as well. Um, yeah, and you just see more and more people do it, and it's it's great because it is different to just playing solo FM. And you know, we talk we've talked about this the last few weeks now, but if you can get into one, you know, definitely get into one because you will enjoy it. And if you're having a bit of an FM lull, it's definitely time to you know get on the network and and have some fun. We um we're gonna try and get Dave onto to Twitch to stream some of these big games because. I really enjoyed it when we saw it live. I mean, I know I think one of them I saw kind of quite secretively um, behind closed doors. But, you know, I think the banner that you have with the tw- on Twitter, etc., etc., it really does make it a bit more of an enjoyable save, especially when we don't see... We see a, we see a, a lot, but like, we don't see all of it. So, um, yeah, come on, Dave. Sort something out. You know, get that I'll, green screen or tidy that office and get on Twitch. <laughs> He's got, he, has, he hasn't got a stream key anymore. He's had it revoked. <laughs> fair, technically, no one will have stream keys very soon, actually. But oh, that's that thing. thing. Fuck off. Uh, is, that, is that from the <laughs> dev mates? Um, I think as well, we'd kind of said that we want to we want to keep it updated on Twitter just because it's, it's very easy and very live to update. Um, obviously, Dave done his video updating it. I'd done, done a blog on it just to give it an update. And I think if we can do that at the end of the seasons as well, just gives everybody a chance because we, we do get quite a lot of people asking us about the save. So, yeah, we'll continue to do that. Do you know what, right? So, obviously, like, with the blog and stuff with the 1860, I had one game to, to, to play to stay up. And I tweeted, I live tweeted the game against Dortmund. I had to win to stay up. We still had a couple of games to play, but I thought, do you know what, let's just see how this goes. 
it was so fun to do. It took literally about two hours to play the game and live tweet it and that, but it genuinely like added a little bit more to it. And because I, I got obviously got the idea off Joe, he did the um, the Madrid derby, but that is such a cool way. And maybe that could be a way you could do your Porto uh, Benfica game. I'm I'm not going to take credit for that either because I think it was I think Grasshopper done it in his Discord channel. Uh, no, not Discord Slack channel. Um, I think it was might have been a Libertadores final or something. Mm. He done it in there, kind of minute by minute. Awesome. So that that's where that, and that was that was quite a while ago, um, but definitely that was where that inspiration came from. Because there was also uh, the real time FM blog from FM thirteen, yeah. and where he he would he would basically play every day as if it was real life, which is oh, a very uh, you know an, an, another interesting concept. But you would never get more than a season in which is the thing that still played more FM than you Matt (laughs) (laughs) it's it's not a lie though is it (laughs) at this point although I do I mean I don't know if I'm allowed to say it yet I don't know I I haven't uh, just drop it while it's hot well drop it while it's hot why not yeah like Um, Curtie falling out of a hammock drop it like it's hot come on (laughs) (laughs) well uh, speaking of the great man himself uh, me and Curtie will be having our own network save which actually a bit no, 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 no. We have, we have. Kings uh, of Milan. No, <laughs> we have DMs that actually prove that we were discussing this way before anyone else actually announced their network. Matt, we're saves. talking about tens today, not DMs. Oh, sorry, I get it, I get it. Cap it. I mean, your jokes are really shit. shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you want me to do a good one? Fuck off, mum. Shut up. Oh, sorry. God. That was me. Brilliant. Um, but yeah, so that's what we've uh, we are going to be. I think we're, we're both away, so I'm away next week. Um, so we're going to start the following week. I think early March. We're we're going to kick off. Love that, love that. Um, actually, talk about our network because we haven't really said much what's going on. Um, like we're, we're I'm not going to go, Joe. Don't worry. Now um, we are about. Mate, I'm unbeaten. I don't care. You say what you like. I'm top I'm, of the league. I'm defending champions. <laughs> nah, I'm defending um, champion. I've won a cup. You've won fuck all. Hey, so. I won the community shield last year, son. Uh, oh, um, that Jose. I didn't realise Portugal had a community shield. It's called... What's it called, Joe? I can't even yeah. remember. It's that big trophy. Ta- yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a shield. Um, the Blande Trophus. Th- this year, or this season, because Joe set up the Real Madrid save like at the end of our first season, we haven't got Saturday, Wednesday match days on. So having to play on, on different days. So I keep asking Joe every week. I said, are you playing Saturday or Sunday? And if we're playing on the same day, it's like a mini celebration. So we'd have to wait <sighs> like an extra 10 Yeah, for me. He literally asks, what day are you playing on this week? What day are you playing? I'm like, does it really fucking matter? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we're now, because uh, there's a little winter break, me and Joe, we more or less played every team now, bar each other. So after the winter break, it's the first game back. So that is more or less our next league game the next time we jump on. So um, by this time next week, Joe, we may have actually <clears throat> finished that season or be very close. So I think that, that game is going to have a, have a massive impact on... Um, the title because if I win I go six points clear if Joe wins we're back on level terms so it'll be very interesting going just very quickly sorry Matt I looked like you were about to say something but just very quickly going back to the Saturday Wednesday match days as good as that is to speed it up it's crap it really is like not being able to see um, your, your other person or the opponent play not being able to see um, you know like p- p- putting the pressure on so for example 
just going both in at three o'clock is pointless, you know, because hang on, I'll win and then it puts the pressure on him to win, etc. etc. So yes, I can see what you mean by yeah, a little mini celebration, but I genuinely think it's a better way to play. To be fair when he's playing, I don't even watch Doop, yeah. I just go on Twitter. No, 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 no. <laughs> you watched or you definitely kept track when I played sporting. And they scored the last minute winner. You were fucking oh, loving it. Oh, that was great, it. though, Because yeah, you were there, watching it, He was just crying. That was yeah. great. <laughs> I was like, right, I'm off. That was like the last match before we went to bed, and I lost 4-3. Oh, that was horrible. Sorry, last thing for me. That's another thing that's screwed up on our network save. Uh, we've got Wednesday, Saturday, and every now and then it just drops one of us on a Sunday for no reason whatsoever. Your save is screwed, man. You need to speak to Craig David about that, mate. Yeah. <laughs> great. <laughs> right, crazy gaming <laughs> the team meeting we'll move into the, the team meeting this week which is uh, sort of really influenced by Joseph himself which he tweeted out uh, a little question regarding your favourite number 10s from a variety of different nationalities and so we've kind of pinched it for the pod and sort of we're going to talk about number 10s both in FM and also sort of about the players that have played maybe in the number 10 role for us in FM that we've loved, hated, uh, and whether we've actually got things working uh, sort of in this year's game, because I've heard a lot of rumblings that the the attacking midfield role is a bit rubbish in comparison to previous years. Who wants to start us off? Well, I think it's good to start by saying, when we're saying a number 10, I think we're all kind of saying what we'd class as the attacking midfielder or a cam if it was in FIFA terms. Playing off the striker, um, obviously there's lots of different variations of 10, but it, it's more for our FM conversation about that attacking midfielder role. And I think it was something I dropped in a while back to kind of discuss because when Teach was playing his Leverkusen save, he was, I wouldn't say struggling, but he was finding it difficult to make Kai Havertz play kind of that instrumental role kind of in between the midfield and the attack linking that play up and it was just something I thought you know what I've seen this quite a lot where lots of people are struggling to get an attacking midfielder into the play obviously Duke as you know with Arsenal he's playing three in that kind of across that narrow attacking midfield Um, with Real Madrid I'm playing I, I decided on the diamond purely because I wanted to see how that role can be influenced, and if there's anything that you can do to make them more influential on the game, um, and that, you know that's that's why we wanted to start this conversation. Do you know what? I've, I've it sounds silly for me to go in and play free attack mids and, and sit here and say I don't think they you know I don't think they've been that good this year because uh, obviously that would just show how incompetent I actually am the fact that I don't think they're that good and then I choose to play free but we had good results we had good but uh, we, we did have good possession good football and I enjoyed we had uh, an attack mid attacker and two shadow strikers asking the shadow strikers to drift wide and I just assumed that I could see it in my head that there'd be little triangles popping around um, but but no it didn't really work um, so I've actually now um, which I think Teach mentioned in, in our conversation uh, I've actually dropped my attack mid to DM I found that it's somewhere that's more crucial for me um, than an attack mid to be fair, this year. Last year, however, loved attack mids. Kim Hermerson for Forest Green absolutely ripped it apart in my two up top formation, didn't he, Joe? He did. Two up top, yeah. Two up top, mate. You keep telling yourself that. <laughs> Thanks, Joe. Um, <laughs> I've, I've noticed that with Real Madrid, um, I'm playing Isco as an attacking midfielder and 
when he's playing central, it just seems like he's getting no space between the midfield and the striker. And I've tried, you know, putting my defensive line slightly back to see if I can create some more space, but he just seems to always be on top of another player. And something I changed is I, I moved him from central to the kind of to, more to the left. And then I had a box-to-box midfielder, Christian Eriksen, and all of a sudden he came to life. So it, it, although the attacking midfielder role wasn't doing what I thought it should do, and I know obviously when I live-tweeted the game against Atletico Madrid, Isco scored a hat-trick. So you know it, there are times when they do come alive, and, and you know depending on what system you were playing against, and with Atletico it was 4-4-2. So I, I was playing four central midfielders against their two. It, you know, so that I was overloading it and we spoke about the whole you know, Barcelona carousel always having an extra man in there and I think overloading that midfield against the 4-4-2 it worked absolutely perfect but when you're playing against two DMs or two central midfielders and they've got different systems in there you can use that attacking midfielder to drag players out and create room for other players but I haven't used like an Engonch or uh, Trecotista in that role I've only used an attacking midfielder because I haven't use that role this year and as I say it was more developing a tactic to, to kind of not not help teach but understand why he couldn't get Kaya to do the business to be honest all my tactics that I've been fairly successful with or have won a good run of games have all included a, an attacking midfielder for me um, normally play an advanced playmaker on support I think um, but uh, uh, when we put the tweet out on Twitter, there were a big, big bunch of people that have, have had little to no success with them, which I found a little bit strange. But on the obviously on my um, Cologne save at the start of the year, an attacking midfielder was pivotal. That did really well. On my wall save, I had mix, uh, mixed success, but the attacking midfield role works really well with a young lad called Christian Herk, who comes from the walls under 23s. He got chucked into a big, like, top level Premier League side and he was scoring plenty of goals um, and then most recently in the Porto save yeah obviously I'm one of the stronger teams in the league but all of a sudden Gustavo Scarpa who we're playing at attacking midfield is, is starting to come to life a little bit he's grabbing double double uh, figure assists and goals so for me I think it's working I think what Joe said with the issue where the player wasn't really coming to life I had an issue where say for argument's sake when I was with Wolves and I wanted to go a little bit more defensive I know this isn't strictly talking about the number 10 as such when I wanted to go a little bit more defensive rather than playing with an attacking midfielder I played with a defensive midfielder and having for argument's sake someone like Neves who's quite defensive minded anyway with Matinho and then a defensive midfielder in behind him it was so bunched up like it couldn't you couldn't really create much space also when there was a player on the opposition coming forward all three of those would go to the same man rather than one person going going up to put pressure you'd have three players putting on pressure so i think that actually for me that made it a little bit more difficult and obviously leaving loads of space for someone else but with with the porto tactic we've got obviously scarper who's almost in behind he's an attacking midfielder and then Neves and box to box, which are much deeper. I don't really get that as much. I don't really get the three players bunching on the same person. So I think um, I don't don't really know where I'm going with this. But I have had good success with an attacking <laughs> midfielder rather than a, a team with a defensive midfielder, where I'm losing that defensive support because he's being dragged out with the other two central midfielders. So why with Porto did you go from playing an attacking midfielder dropping it into a midfield three? 
again, I wanted, well, I wanted more support in the middle when I played you because I knew because you were playing a fat, flat midfield four that you were going to boss sort of possession and very structured play. So I had a midfield three to to break it up a little bit. As I say, I've not really used a midfield three before, like a flat three. Normally I use a defensive midfielder and another two midfield. So obviously the flat three worked a little bit for me. Um, but the defensive mid- midfielder, I think I, u- I picked that to see if it would give me more defensive support and it didn't really work. So if you if you were talking about number tens, like, I would always class that as like my most creative player. Mm-hmm. But in FM terms, I'd say the most important part alongside that is his decision making. Uh, so he needs to be able to see the pass as well as see the rest of his players for to sort of offer support. But he also needs to know when and where to be. And so that decision making attribute is so vitally important to how well they play. Now you do get the odd discrepancies where they just get marked out of the game, they have no choice. But it's a combination of uh, their decision making and then the space that is available to them. Like you've both said, you know, and, and with football in general, space is key. Uh, and so when you're trying to play with an attacking midfielder, when they are going to be marked to the nth degree by by defensive midfielders, they're not going to find any space. And when I've played 4-4-1-1s, uh, which is one of my favoured formations, I, I pretty much always put the attacking midfielder to one side or the other, um, almost like a faux 4-4-2. Uh, and I guess kind of with a shadow striker role to make sure that they break past that line because I've always found that they've been a bit anemic when it comes to attacking. Uh, I tend to also tweak the standard roles a bit more because I'm, I'm not always a fan of having a playmaker in there um, particularly the advanced playmaker on support drops way too deep and so you get the connect with the, the midfield but then you get a complete disconnect with the lone striker so you either have to compensate elsewhere or what have you but I quite like uh, sort of uh, customising just the bog standard attacking midfield role support or attack but just adding your own instructions there to try and I guess play to its strengths or play to the player's strengths and I think that's probably more more important is that ultimately how well that player plays is determined by them not necessarily the opposition so you could have the best player in the world play there and get completely marked out of the game or you could have the best player in the world take out two players with one single pass or one bit of trickery and skill uh, so it can it can round about either way because if they have taken out two players with 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 something different that means that there's two less players to be able to mark the rest of the team so sometimes it's a bit like whack-a-mole where you are uh, preventing the or they're trying to prevent you or your best player from creating but then someone else picks up that slack elsewhere in the team and effectively because they've got two mark man marking you've you've got a one-man overload anyway uh, as i said earlier like the the attacking midfield the number 10 role or, or what have you like uh, this year has been successful, but like I know a, a couple of well, I saw one or two people say it's they've struggled with it over the last couple of versions. I think it was FM seventeen or sixteen. Uh, funnily enough, I was managing eighteen sixty Munich. I remember the first season I played, I played a four four one one, so flat back four, flat uh, midfield four. And I had Kuki in behind Evicha Olic, and that was by far one of the, like the the most fun uh, and one of my more. Um, my most favourite, if that is the phrase, uh, formations that I've had on the game, and it's it's something that I'm actually testing it on another save at the moment, a four four one one, because it's actually a formation that um, I'd say a lot of clubs use in real life, 
because uh, a lot of teams have that sort of flat back four, flat midfield, and uh, and a number ten in behind a striker. Uh, but already, I've had a, I've only played two games on this other save, uh, which will be released in the next few weeks. But I'm having good success with that again on there. One of my favourite things that I've, well, one of my favourite times I've actually had a, a, a attack mid would go back to my forest green was was when I kind of worked him in with my two advanced forwards got my advanced forwards to go wide um, and then when the ball would go out wide the, 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 the attack mid would come very late into the box um, kinky which would then um, be a lot more space because he wouldn't be marked um, and that generated a lot for me uh, when we were at forest green um, but this year I don't know what it is I just can't I don't know what it is. I just can't get them to, to work where or get them to perform how I want them to perform. Uh, I don't know whether it's because we're the, the whole hut, the hut Gagan press and the high press is quite prominent this year. So a lot of people are playing with a higher defensive line, a higher line of engagement, which is causing everything to be a little bit more squashed, which is not giving them the room that they need. But they are all being a little bit suffocated, in, in my opinion. But the thing is, Dupe, the, the two tactics I've found successful with an attacking midfield have been Gagan press style tactics, which is which is weird that you say that because it, like the Porto one is really high press and everything. The the Cologne one was really high press. But both of those have used an attacking midfield, which has done quite well. So what have you done? Like what's working for you? Is it another striker or have you had to drop the midfield midfielder into the middle as a central role? I dropped him as a DM. Dropping him yeah. into a DM role and actually pushing my other two wing, um, two attack mids out wide. We play okay, one yeah. as an inf- uh, inside forward support and one as an advanced playmaker, um, trying to to generate them to come in. Um, and what I have found is doing that, we've actually generated a bit more space because their starting positions are a little bit wider. So you would hope that the players marking them or, or trying to keep an eye on them would, would be wider as well uh, and it's actually generated a little pocket of space that to be honest Fernandez, a ball winning midfielder from um, no sorry box to box midfielder from centre mid is actually coming through quite quickly and uh, and getting a few bangers like he did for Joe see like that that's probably the problem then again it's that the it's the whole thing about space if you're playing an advanced playmaker and an inverted uh, winger or inside forward they're going to occupy the same amount of space mm. they're going to be running into the same pockets or is this before was this sort of after you dropped him deep this, or were you playing this is after now this is so before I was playing dual strato striker either side of an attack midfielder and they were not getting any space at all they were getting suffocated we were playing quite high press so what I've done was I took the attack mid down into DM and then took the two um Shadow Strikers out wide, one inside forward, one uh, advanced playmaker. And they are actually finding a lot of space because, like I said, the starting space, maybe because we've taken an extra player out, but there is seems to be a pocket of space that um, it's whether that because when they've got the ball, they're coming in or it's because they're late coming into the space. Um, it seems to be working now, but that kind of defeats the whole conversation because we're talking about tag mids. thing is, I, it, it sounds to me more like it's perhaps not incorrect roles but selecting almost incompatible roles <clears throat> to try and get the best out of a particular player or a or a particular role that you've selected for an attacking midfielder and so whether you have three like you were trying at Arsenal or something different uh, 
if you're having three players in pretty much the same space, if you look at it in the match engine or the graphical representation of the match engine, the, those three midfielders, because I've tried getting the similar things before and getting the width from wing backs instead, but I've they just get in each other's way. So you do get these like interesting triangular patterns of passing, but that's all you get because there's no end product. But I've always found that you have to have effectively three separate roles and each of those players has to be doing something different or else they do just sort of trip over each other. Um, like So if you have two shadow strikers, they will make the same runs or at least similar runs and towards the same point and so it's easy they're easy to be marked then it's not the end of this I, I, I've I'm adamant this is going to be this, this was the second attempt of me trying to play this, this system I'm not going to give up I, there's got to be a way that I can get it to work maybe that's right maybe because I am trying to make them do all very similar things, but again, like you said, the sh- we were on short passing, and they when it works, it was look, it was beautiful. The first couple of games of the season, pre-season, when we're finding space, when we're not up against the DM, when we're um, when we've got, I can only guess that the the opposition have got a, a lower defensive line. Um, and then a, a, a higher line of engagement. They're playing a bit more direct, so we're trying to stretch the play out. We've got loads of space. It looks amazing. The goals that we had, the, the football that we had was perfect. So maybe it could be implemented in when my, going back to last week, when my scouts and my all of that jazz tell me that this is how they're going to set up. Right, let's play this. We've got the space. Let's do it. Um, but maybe you're right. Maybe we need to work on what roles we are actually doing. So I'm a bag, uh, bag fan, a big fan of roaming as well for an, uh, an attacking midfielder, regardless of what role mm. they're selected, because that way they have the ability to find the pockets of space rather than being confined to just sitting in the middle. Um, and if you're, if you're playing either direct or something that doesn't really sit well with them, oh, they're ultimately going to get bypassed an awful lot. And particularly if they're getting marked, they're not going to receive the ball and that'll probably end up in sort of failed moves and and the ball being punted long towards a lone striker or the strikers. But the the other thing that I was going to bring up was that the striker themselves has to be able to link up with that player. But it's always a difficult question of, do you have the striker on support to drop deeper to link up with the midfielder and then maybe have the midfielder on on an attacking role or are they going to kind of be like ships passing in the night by doing that? Because if they drop deeper, they'll almost be on par with each other from a starting position. So, uh, But then you, you can't really have them both on support because then you've got no real attacking outlet going forward Because unless one's got a particularly large amount of pace. So there's a load of different sort of uh, issues that you've got to try to sort of work a solution to. And obviously we can apply as much football logic as we want to, but ultimately this is a game still and so it doesn't necessarily always do what we would expect it to do I know we're having this discussion now but I know um, I've seen I saw someone comment on our post saying that SI have acknowledged an issue with attacking midfielders as such or like a problem with with some of them Um, so I think that may be addressed in the The in the next update and I know that um the issue I said earlier when like two or three midfielders were chasing the same ball I know that is definitely on the patch notes so if anyone else is having those issues I think both of those are going to be addressed on the next update so you may see some changes so SI have actually said that there's a problem with attacking midfielders someone said it I've not seen it myself but someone when we put about the attacking midfielders somebody said let me get it back up 
somebody definitely said they've acknowledged that there's been an issue. They said SI Games have acknowledged the AMC isn't working the way it should. Hopefully this is corrected in the next update. Thing is, <laughs> that there'll be all the people that have got it working fine. They're going to be really pissed off when they go and yeah. change it. <laughs> and it's no longer working all of a sudden. Rip. <laughs> So, well, I think we should, uh, I mean, there's a load of people who have responded and it's been interesting reading, seeing sort of other people's opinions on what's worked. And it has been a right mishmash of all sorts of responses. People have tried, have, have had loads of uh, good success from Trek Artistas, just the box standard attacking midfielder, loads of people, basically every single role in that particular area has worked for someone. Uh, so it's interesting reading that it's not just sort of a one size fits all. So obviously some people are having issues, but there's plenty of people that aren't. Seeing as we're a man down, should we uh, should we read some of them out and give some people some shout outs? Because there has been lots of yeah, man. interaction this week and it is, it is really, really good. Go on. Um, we've got Heisenberg42 on Twitter, currently changing Havertz's role every single match in a desperate attempt to stop him from getting consecutive 6.6 performances. Uh, Ronaldo, very little success compared to previous versions and only really with an attacking midfielder on support I mean, I having much more success exploiting that space by using a playmaker from the AMR slash L positions I mean that that in itself I, I guess that's another issue is that we're, we're always going to compare the the current game to the previous game so if you've had an absolute barnstormer in the previous game with a particular role it's like comparing apples and oranges to a certain extent so maybe that's that's perhaps something that some people are struggling with sorry Joe you carry on you were doing a very good job there Doop so, did you have something? no I was just going to make a comment about Shunado he, can't, he struggles to get free at the back work and let's not talk about him <laughs> if only it was free up top and you'd be an expert I, I could help him do you know what I mean <laughs> um <laughs> Just have yeah, just having a little little there's, read through. There's, um, there's one Mr. Mr. Scribe or FM Scribe as he's previously known. I've been using an AMC for a couple of seasons now. The attacking midfielder on attack has been doing really well uh, with a number of player instructions. Uh, but now I'm switching him to a support duty. Um, Tiago Barona currently I'm playing with an advanced playmaker in attack, and so far pretty good results overall. He is a regen. Uh, he's also my set piece taker, uh, but not penalties. And in February, he scored ten goals and got fifteen assists. So a bit like you with Scarpa there. Yeah, Dave. yeah. There's, there's one on there um, as well, Joe. Sorry, FM Tahiti. He's playing a shadow striker, uh, and he says it only works if he's got a battering ram of a target man ahead of him. I can imagine that big shit house up top. Insert John Carew. <laughs> John Carew. I mean, I mean, it is Valentine's Day, but maybe say. not. <laughs> <laughs> if you could get that set up for me, I'd be king. There's a, in our league, there's that Bast Doss from Sporting, and he seems to be like, because Sporting are sort of struggling a little bit. On, not struggling, but they're third in our league, but nowhere near like the standards me and Joe are. Where Bast Doss up top Humble is... brag. Brilliant. He's, a, he's, a mon- he's like a tank. So I can imagine him if he joined either of us. I know his value is quite high, but he could be a monster for either of our teams. I know we keep mentioning the network save, but Dave like literally nearly cried when Sporting beat him, and then I've turned them over five 0 <laughs> Somehow this dickhead is top of the league. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's one on here from Tactical Genius Loki Doki. Uh, nope, never got it to work in any team or formation or role. Lol. <laughs> Lol. Just keep doing what you're doing, pal. <laughs> Um, shout out for Mad FM as well, who getting a great return out of Bradley Dack. I failed to do that in uh, FM eighteen. Big up Bradley uh, Dack when big, you played it. Can I? Eight. I know it's not Q and A section, but it's about number tens. 
Um, we've got a, we've got a question from a five star uh, absolute fanboy uh, FM Bernie. He said, "Who's have you ever had a really bad number ten that you've just played at your club and you just just had no other option, but it's just been terrible for you?" Um. The, the worst number 10 I had was a Chinese horrible pork dumplings well, <laughs> <laughs> the reason I ask and the reason that I ask is that okay I may have loaded this question up for myself but um, I in my in the network save again mentioned in the network save I may have swapped a Bamiyang plus 29 million for Asensio now Asensio's been brilliant but he's not been a Bamiyang plus 29 million so um, yeah maybe he could be my worst number 10 can't believe that deal still It'll come good, son. Mm. I hope it does. Eyes <laughs> emoji. In the network. Yeah. In There's the been quite one. a lot of love for, for Callum Gribben, actually. Yeah, I saw that. A few tweets, yeah. A lot of love for, I mean, for Callum Gribben. He's, he's getting... I mean... There's a lot of history with Callum Gribbin, uh, especially with the Weestream FM boys. But I mean, you you see it everywhere. Then so many people have signed him, and I think uh, as the additions are going on, he's just getting worse and worse. But he just becomes like a hero, a league lower. He's like, um, he's like uh, Stephen Reid. <laughs> the yeah, long shots no going like, down by about eight every season. No one's like Stephen Reid. <laughs> the, the thing is with 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 Gribbin is that like come the second third season, he's there on a free. Um, is he he makes the English quota he's actually a good free kick taker to have on the pitch like you said we'll bang a long shot every now and then and again like Joe said if you can afford him whatever league you're in I think he could do a job maybe not the top two leagues he could literally like especially a couple of years ago he could literally walk in the United team after like a couple of years you could play him and he would fit out of him remember the FA Cup final goal wow I played him well him and him and um it wasn't Wilkie. What's the other one called? Uh, James James Michael Wilson, King. I think. James Wilson. Those two were unreal. First season last year for me with Man United. But I signed Callum Griffin on a couple of saves, and his his attributes are so good. I don't know what he's like this year. Technically, he's class. Mentally, yeah. he's a bit lacking. Yeah. That's uh, that's the only problem. He's 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 great with the ball at his feet, but he's then stupid. he doesn't really have the head. As you say, mentally, he is northern, so that's understandable. <laughs> I don't think that's an attribute mental northern I haven't mentioned it yet but I've been at the gym so you can at me all you like it wasn't open but <laughs> <laughs> McDonald's was <laughs> funny enough what's your favourite machine down. at the gym dude uh, it's this one that you you have to put your, your key in and then um, it just like dispenses chocolate it's amazing <laughs> the sauna the sauna's great just like sitting in there with old blokes that are sweaty balls on the on, on you know on the All side. Right, let's move on, that. Let's move on. I mean, you That's asked. probably a wise <laughs> idea. Wonder where Kurt was. <laughs> Still stuck in a hammock, apparently. <laughs> oh dear me! Right, okay. Um, I think well, we've we've kind of covered off pretty much everything that we wanted to cover off there, and we've dipped into the Q and A. So, if Dave's ready, we'll quiz it up. I was born ready, Matthew. It's time for the quiz right none of you know the topic but it's real life football it's old Curtis quiz style so first to shout your name out obviously gets to answer everyone's got to answer if you get one wrong minus one Viking down rule and today's quiz on the return of the Champions League is all about the European Cup slash UEFA Champions League so oh. Fingers at the ready or bu- buzzers at the ready? <laughs> I mean, Valentine's Day. Day. <laughs> 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 oh, right. 
Ten questions. Uh, Baz and Woody, Wendy's favourite. <laughs> <laughs> Number one. Please name one coach who has won the Champions League with more than one club. Joe. Go on. Mourinho. Joe say Mourinho. He won it with Porto and Inter. That's correct, Joe. Uh, other managers you could have had is Hitzfeld, who won it with Dortmund and Bayern. Happel, who won it with Feyenoord and Hamburg. Obviously, Mourinho. Uh, Jupp, is it Henks or Henkes? Who won it Heinkes. with Madrid and Heinkes. Bayern. And obviously, Carlo Ancelotti. So, Joe, with one point. Question two. Which English team have the unusual feat of winning the Champions League more often than they have won the domestic league? Nerd. Doop. Matt? Nottingham Forest. Correct. It is not... Or not not. Definitely not not. Nottingham <laughs> Forest. At Right. Question three. The most successful club in the tournament's history is Real Madrid, who picked up their 13th victory beating Liverpool in 2019. But which team has the second Doop. most... Ama- Go on. AC Milan. Yes, Doop. Second most amount of Champions nine? League wins. Uh, I think it's about nine, eight, nine, yeah, something I like that. I think it's yeah. nine, yeah. Question four. Which player was the first to score in three Champions League finals? Joe. Joe. Is it Ronaldo? Cristiano Ronaldo. Scored in 08 with United, 2014 with Real Madrid and 2017 with Real Madrid. Correct. Question five, who is the only player to win the Champions League with three different clubs? Nerd. Matt? No, Zlatan, but I don't think it is. No, it's not Zlatan. That's minus one, Matt, by the way. Boo. (laughs) Go on. This is a long shot. Clarence Seedorf? Clarence Seedorf. Win it with Ajax in 95, Madrid Fuck. in 98, Milan in 03 and well. 07. Well done, Joe. Numbers- I knew I'd heard that before. I was thinking Ajax. Right. <laughs> Question six. How many hat-tricks have been scored in a Champions League final? Nerd. Matt? One. Incorrect, Matt. Oh, well. Oh. <sighs> Who's going to guess first? <laughs> How long you got, pal? Uh, all right, I'll I'll go dupe. Go on, dupe. I don't think there's been any two. Was it two? Mm. So you said you don't think there was any, and then two. Uh, no, that's incorrect. I know it now. None. Correct, Joe. There has been none. Fucking, I just thought you wouldn't put it in there if there hadn't been one. Uh, Question seven. There are seven men who've won the tournament as both a player and a manager. Name me two. Dupe. Go on, Dupe. It's actually quite easy if you think about it. Zidane. Yeah. Oh, bollocks. Um... There's three that you sh- three or four that you should get there. I should get. Yeah, other than Zidane. Oh, I'm gonna have to just gamble. Guardiola. Yes. Mm. Could have oh, had Miguel Munoz, Giovanni Trapattoni, Johan Cruyff, Ancelotti, Frank Reichard, 
Pep Guardiola. I was thinking was Hullet Zinedine for some Zidane. reason, but I don't. Yeah, I don't yeah, know right why. Card. Right he hasn't won fucking anything as a manager. My mild bit of racism in the pot. Who is the highest all-time scorer in the Champions League who no longer plays football? Joe. Go on, Joe. Raul? Correct. Oh. Raul. Which British player has the most Champions League appearances? Dupe. Dupe. Champions League. Ryan Giggs? Giggs, eh? Correct. Give it Giggs, eh? Give it Giggs, uh, just, just little, little, little thing. Go on. That Paddy Power advert. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. <laughs> as, oh. as you, but if they would like to sponsor the podcast, we'll do equally as bad adverts. <laughs> as you were. And the f- final question. Who is the highest scoring French player of all time in the Champions League? Nerd. Go on, Matt. Thierry Henry. Minus one, Matt. Oh. I thought that was going to get someone. And it did. Oh, this... Oh, that's. I'd want to say them, but I don't think. Oh, has he played enough in there? Go on. No, I, I guessed first last time. Joe can guess this time. Benzema. He's done it again. Karim Benzema. He scored 60 <sighs> Champions League goals. Who was second? Second Frenchman. Yeah. Henri. Henri. Fuck's sake. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, man. I, I just knew, I just saw it and I thought that could, that could get someone. So, end of the quiz. Joe has smashed it. Six points. Matt. You had a brave attempt, but it was minus two. And Duke finished on two. So Joe's a winner with six. Get involved. Hey, Dave, well, it's about time you let him win something, eh? Champions. Beef. We're Porto FC. We're top of the league. It's FC Porto. Yeah. Sorry. And much like your real club that you support, you're going to get fucked by FFA. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> it's a myth. <laughs> Right, I think that brings episode number 78 to a close. Thank you very much for your quiz, David. It was very oh, much appreciated. Was good. Cheers, Cheers, lads. It was, it was rapid fire, but I enjoyed it. It was good. Average. Average, yeah. You hey. won, Joe. <laughs> anyway, you can find the links for each of us, the Five Star Pod Twitter account and the Weestream FM Discord server, as well as Mr. Dupe's blog on the WeStreamFM.com website and in the podcast description the five star potential podcast is available on itunes soundcloud spotify google podcasts and pretty much every other popular podcast app and platform with a new podcast released every monday at 8 a.m this has been five star potential and we'll see you all next week say goodbye folks goodbye goodbye Cramp. What a whim.